0: Anna's getting stuff for uh, tonight for shopping and then dinner tonight. So she's in the closet.
1: Uh-oh. Oh, is she going to come out of the closet?
0: <laughs> oh, God, you guys. You're so <laughs> insane, though, because you're both like, oh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and you call me a pervert.
1: <laughs> I would never call you a pervert. <laughs> he calls me one, so he might as well call no, you I one.
0: are you a pervert. <laughs> And it says like, it's, it's getting weird. So she shut the door and left.
2: <laughs> now it's time to really get weird.
0: All right. Okay. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> l- let me count down. We can start this. All right. Hey, dirty dog, I hear you calling. I think it's time for the show. The sleep hole. Oh. This got me confused, but
0: maybe here we go. Mr. Hills and the dog from Maine, Event Status Radio. They're recording again. Ha ha Bagels and biceps all over my screen.
2: What are we supposed to do? Recorded live in the mini-event status radio offices. Very Corey live over the main event status airwaves. Obviously, this is main event status radio. I'm the dirty dog Darcy and joined as always is my broadcast partner, Mr. Beverly Hills. Beverly, what's happening?
0: Not too much, man. Very excited for this very, very special, special cast
2: that we have planned for today. So what is the topic for today's special cast?
0: While I approached you with this topic long ago, and we're finally making it happen. This week's topic is the women of Main Event Status Radio. Wait, the we, women? The women. We decided to bring in two of the best ladies on the planet and put them in our shoes, and we're going to look at a couple uh, lady-centric matches.
2: So, who is the first guest of the podcast, Mr. Hills?
0: Well, our first guest on the Women of Main Event Status Radio, you just heard her cough. It is Mrs. Beverly Hills. Hello
2: how's it going, Mrs. Hills?
3: Oh, it's going wonderful. I'm ready.
2: I am honored to ha- finally have you on the podcast.
3: Well, thank you. I'm honored to be here.
2: I'd like to listen to
3: a pickle door. <laughs> So I always,
2: the studio door is closed. So I always wanted to know what is it like to be married to a wrestling fan? Uh
3: the best thing ever. We go to his parents' house and they still have the little wrestlers, which I think is about the cutest thing in the world.
2: <laughs> Does Beverly still play with them whenever uh he sees them?
3: No. That
2: breaks my Only heart. Only when she's
3: not looking.
2: Yeah.
0: Only
3: when she's not looking. After I go to bed.
2: I also want to know, what, what is it like to be married to a podcaster?
3: Oh, that's good, too. Like, I take naps usually when you guys podcast, so it's wonderful
2: for me. <laughs> Fair enough. He gives uh, Beverly out of your hair for a couple yeah. hours.
3: <laughs> it's my weekend nap. I love naps.
2: <laughs> so I also want to know, what when did Beverly ever tell you when he was a wrestling fan, when you guys first started a date?
3: Probably really early on. I'd say probably pretty early on, within yeah, the first couple know. dates, I'd say. But I did, I
0: definitely <laughs> took down all of my WWE DVDs off the shelf and put them in a drawer. That's be, true. Because I was very afraid of her coming over and seeing that I was a wrestling fan. So I may have told her, but I told her on my own terms, took down all of the ECW, <laughs> rise and fall, and all that.
3: Yeah, there's probably 50 DVDs on our bookshelf right now. But I didn't care. I think it's cute. Everybody needs needs something they like.
2: So I remember, actually, I really don't remember the first time you and I met, but when did Beverly introduce you to me, if you can recall?
3: That was early on, too, when we were talking about our friends. And he said one of his best friends he went to college with. And then he told me how you guys met. When he was R.A.ing, like, walking down the hall, and then heard, was it WWE? Yeah, yeah. He was like, God, who else Monero. listens to WWE? Yeah. And then it was, like, love at first sight.
2: <laughs> well, it pretty much was, yes. Yeah. Oh,
3: my God. So I know about you early, too.
2: Yeah, so I, I remember when you guys first started the day, at Beverly mentioned, yeah, there's this gal down in, I think, uh, Ramsey or Anoka right around there. And okay. Yeah, yes. and Yeah, I want you to meet her sometime, like. Okay. Does she know about uh, us ordering Domino's pizza and uh, dancing to watch, dancing to watch wrestling? And he's like, "And I did, and I love it." <laughs> I still remember those days.
3: <laughs> well, you get to have another one like next weekend, so
2: yeah. which I'm excited. <laughs> Try us too. Yes. So, so Mr. Beverly Hills, Mr. what is Mr. Beverly Hills? <laughs> what is this match that we're talking about? For, here with, with Mrs. Hills. Oh, man. We are
0: watching Dusty Heroes versus Macho Man Randy Savage from the Ultimate Challenge March 25th,
2: 1990. Since I'm the one that picked this match, what is your thoughts when I sent you the link to this match?
0: Well, I could imagine that it was going to be great because I just figured because you said in the email... It's not marriage, but it's got a lot of good stuff. And I was like, oh, yes, Sapphire's involved. So I was very, very excited.
2: Because when we were kicking on the ideas for this, for this podcast, I was thinking, okay, you picked the match for the second half of the, of the show. I was yes. thinking, okay, what can I do for this part of, part of the show? I was thinking, okay, we could talk about Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth getting married at SummerSlam. We could talk about Shane fighting Tess from SummerSlam, Lever Lover match, but I was thinking, let's go a little bit, you asked to go a little bit older than that, so I was thinking, (laughs) okay, okay, we could talk about Dusty Rhodes and Precious from NWA, Then I thought about the the match that we're going to see, at Dusty versus Savage, this is what, what, the night before the Wrestlemania mixed tag match?
0: yeah week before I'm okay. think week before night before something like that I don't
2: know exactly the dates and to be honest I did not watch this match until I watched it, watched it for this podcast I had I, never seen it either I, I typed Neither. in Dusty Rhodes versus Randy Savage this was one of the first matches I, wa- I opened it up for maybe three seconds heard it was Jesse, Jesse Ventura and Vince McMahon <laughs> uh, at the announcers booth like this has to be the match
3: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: you made a good choice.
3: <clears throat> I agree.
2: So before we get into the match, Mrs. Hills, you also know Jesse Ventura as our governor. Oh, yes. Have you ever watched much of his career in professional wrestling beforehand?
3: Not on purpose, but I've seen some of it. So, And when he was like, oh, Mr. V- Mr. Ventura, I was like, oh, my gosh. This is <laughs> the man that governed us for four years? Yeah. Four years? Yeah. So... Yeah, I didn't reveal it.
0: Yeah, her. I didn't reveal it to her because I knew that Vince would probably say it. So when Vince said, "You know, Jesse, your body," I was like, "That's Jesse Ventura." And well, she, I know and what the she body freaked is.
3: out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just. I don't, I just don't, still don't even know how I feel
0: about that whole four years. It's pre, it's all pre-us <laughs> voting, so we, yeah. could all,
3: we could all just pass yeah. it up yeah. on
0: <laughs> our, our previous generation. But, but
2: I'll you, Vince McMahon is the play-by-play man. What do you know of Vince McMahon? Me? Oh, nothing. Okay. And, and so, <laughs> have you heard much of McMahon doing color commentating before watching this clip for today? No. Who's the guy from football? The guy from football, Al Michaels? No,
0: John Madden.
3: Yeah, that's what I just got. John Madden.
0: (laughs) Vince Man is certainly not John Madden.
2: Not even close.
0: John Madden would probably be a pretty good announcer. Yeah, I just realized that he's still alive, so that's cool. John Madden. (laughs) I
2: thought he died. (laughs) So I, I know Beverly mentioned it to me through email, Mrs. Hills. What is your thoughts on the opening seconds of the clip that we see Macho King and Queen Sherry in the ring? I want to get your thoughts on their attires.
3: Oh, my God. That's my favorite part. What's Macho Aaron? Oh, God. Well, his crown, so it kind of looks like he got knighted at some point. (laughs) He's the ruler of the wrestling world. Who
0: who did he win the kingship from?
3: Oh, that was a real thing? Like, he won that? Yeah, Yeah. he was Macho King. Oh, my God.
2: I don't remember who he beat in the tournament finals. He he beats somebody. He's macho king.
3: And then I really dug on his snakeskin neon, long, (laughs) fancy, fancy duster jacket. But my favorite was probably Dusty Rhodes.
2: Yeah. Okay, tell us about what Dusty and Sweet Sapphire was wearing.
3: Well, not very much on Dusty's end, unfortunately. (laughs) So just a nice, pretty, pretty pair of bikini underwear that are black with... (laughs) Yellow... Yellow polka dots, which not a very good uh, choice on his end for that booty. <laughs> and then Sapphire, a nice complimentary Crudex. true nice sweatshirt with some pretty polka dots and some <laughs>
0: nice just, leggings. Just dusty <laughs> yeah.
3: and, and like, iron-on ladders. <laughs> so the opposite right? is... And then of course, I like her name? Sherry. oh Sherry's long, pretty, pretty red dress. i totally wear that. But
0: what was your favorite thing about
3: Sherry? Oh God, her eye makeup. No, What's that her purse. Your her purse. Her purse was my favorite. She kept being like, "Why does she have a purse?" And then she like hit somebody, but then she like s- sassy swing her yeah, purse back yeah. on her shoulder. She's not allowed to go with that purse.
0: I think it's safe to say what was in that purse. Again.
3: Drugs. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Troy said that, like, literally every person in this
2: match yes, is now dead.
0: Every person involved in this match. So a, moment, a moment of silence for them. Oh,
2: yes. Sapphire was dead? Is dead? Oh, yeah.
0: Sapphire's long gone. Oh,
2: so
0: dusty and cherry. Troy can let you know shy. how
3: he thinks she died.
0: No. no. <laughs> okay, I said... That Sherry died because she overdosed on drugs and Sapphire died because she overdosed on donuts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm happy to not say she overdosed on Dusty.
0: Oh <laughs> Oh, I think she got just enough of Dusty.
2: (laughs) Oh, sweet Sapphire. A
3: little Dusty will go a long way.
0: I told Mrs. Hills that I was going to give the backstory on Dusty and Sapphire and, like, the polka dots, and I was going to say it until we were on air. So the deal with why he wore the polka dots was because, like, McMahon, the guy on commentary who also owns the company, like, didn't like Dusty from when he was in the NWA, the other organization so he wanted to like embarrass him so he put him in this like <laughs> ugly like black with polka dot underwear so the, the like vignettes or like the little commercials before he debuted he was like scooping horse crap and he was like being a plumber and stuff oh no so he wanted to embarrass him <laughs> and then that's why he gave him sapphire instead of some like yeah, some, like, thing. beautiful tall lady. Yeah, yeah. Just, he
3: gives him... Sh-
2: he gives him sapphire. Yeah, sapphire. <laughs> and if I remember correctly, uh, McMahon didn't like the fact that Dusty spoke like he was a African-American, so Vince wanted to give him an African-American valet. Oh, Okay. Rude. I know, right? That's
0: the thing. Like we've seen in wrestling Wait, all the time. It was only the '90s. It's so vindictive. Yeah. Like, why <laughs> would you hire somebody just to like embarrass him? You're gonna pay somebody fifty thousand dollars to like make them look stupid. Yeah. It's so dumb, right? But
2: well,
3: yeah, because at the end of the day, he's getting paid.
2: Yeah. Right? Well, talking about that, I heard it on other podcasts and I think newsletters too that the Million Dollar Man had a. African-American yep. servant, and he named him Virgil, which was the real name to Dusty Rhodes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yep. What an uh-huh. awful man. Yep. Well, but then when Virgil, oh. sorry, when Virgil got hired by the other company, they named him Vincent.
3: Okay. <laughs> 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 Two can play that game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: so yeah, that that made me laugh. <laughs> Alright, so you want me to get her, get her started off here? Yeah. Okay, so my first good thing... So they're all in the ring, kind of like, scuffling around. And Sapphire, like, crawled through Macho's legs. Oh, And, yep. <laughs> and Dusty was able to punch him, and I thought that was really funny. And then Sapphire... I noticed got down off the ring in a funny way because she like sat on it and then she had to like squiggle down because (laughs) she's too short to just like step down. So it just, it made me laugh. the other day I was sitting on the stage in the gym and our stage is up pretty high. So I did jump off kind of the same way Sapphire did. (laughs) Sapphire's (laughs) super sassy. Oh, ultra.
2: Well, depending on the kind of footwear she was wearing, it may have been too hard for her just to jump off the apron. True. Well, she's so short. She's like three feet tall. That's it.
3: <laughs> she, I mean, she can't be. Maybe she probably doesn't even crack five. It's but her be hair, claws. maybe five two. That part is hilarious. Hair. She has a Jerry curl.
2: Well, think of it. <laughs> think of yeah, Anna. You want to talk about uh, her hair? Her hair bit? is
3: wonderful. I feel a little bad that it got pulled. around <laughs> the match, but Macho, her hair, yeah. yeah. But I did. I liked. Um, why can't think of her name? Sherry. That? Oh, Sherry. I like Sherry's hair the best. Because I feel like that's what mine would look like if I were to get a perm for my already curly hair. Because that's probably what it would be reminiscent of. Awesome.
0: Around this time, Mrs. Hills noticed that Dusty's butt was, like, eating one of the polka dots. Oh. And she told, me to take, she told me to take note that there was a polka dot that was, like, crawling up It the was, crack. like, in
3: his butthole.
2: <laughs> maybe, maybe the polka dot was a little hungry. Oh god Oh Jesus. So Dusty was like
0: <laughs> Dusty was like mocking Sherry. Sherry got up on the apron and he was like dancing like her and he was like going eh, 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 when she was and I thought that was hilarious.
2: What a good guy he is.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh let's see. Jesse said that he didn't think sapphire would save her man like much like Sherry would. And I disagree. I think if you give her like five minutes to get over there, she would definitely
2: <laughs> save her man. she I noticed a lot in this clip that sapphire wasn't on camera much, so she probably had to put down that, that a box of donuts or something to walk over <laughs> oh man. Laying it down. Well, you gotta lay the donuts down to walk over, right? (laughs) So
3: you just hit him over the head with a box. (laughs) Whatever, (laughs) man. You you don't want to piss off Sapphire.
0: Sapphire, you gotta give her some credit, man. Too spicy. And I'll show you later. After the like year after this, she was bribed by the Million Dollar Man, and she comes out wearing this white fur coat. Oh. Oh, yeah. Sapphire is... Knows what the- Don't sleep on Sapphire. She's maybe, you know, not the best valet ever, but she's okay. So, um, let's see. Uh, so Sherry went after Dusty. She, like, hit him in the back. And then Dusty turned around and he pushed Sherry down. And we were both kind of, oh like, apoplectic about that. We're like, what is going on? But then Vince was like, I'm
3: fine with it. I'm ashamed that my cat has the same name
2: as Dusty because he beats women. Well, because right around that is when uh, uh, Ventura McMahon were talking about the uh, mixed tag rules and all that, and I remember when uh, Dusty pushed Sherry down on the mat outside. Ventura was getting upset and angry about that, like, like what is he doing, McMahon? You know, and, uh, and this is like, I'm fine. I don't care. Yeah. Well I'm, so, I'm okay with it.
0: <laughs> so then Macho was able to hit a knee drop and then we went to the very kind of like out of nowhere, uh Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon in the hotel.
2: <laughs> I was gonna ask, do you know see they said something about Lake Oro Lake or- tell Yeah, Terry, my bad. I can't I can't speak. Uh so it's they a- I know they mentioned, uh, like, Buffalo, New York or something's right behind them. So, obviously, they're in Canada. Do you guys know where they were at?
0: I'm guessing they're in Skydome okay. in the in the hotel that's attached to the Skydome. That's what that's what I would guess. Uh, I'm not positive, but I don't know why they wouldn't be. So, and then Bobby drops the real, like, insult Look back there, girl. <laughs> is is that sapphire? Or is that an oil barge?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then, so Mrs. Hills was, you know, she she laid down a good line on. What did you say? What did you say about Bobby when he said that sapphire looked like an oil barge? I don't know. You might not take a note of it, but I you know remember what, what I you know. said. Well, you you mentioned that maybe Bobby's not the.
3: Oh, like, like he's the most felt person to be ever on camera. <laughs> yeah. You'll probably watch what he's
2: saying. Yeah, Bobby's like
0: a chunky guy in general, so maybe he should like lay off
2: old Sapphire. Well, talking about that, I did take note that Bobby was giving you a sa- Sapphire a hard time for, quote, gaining another dot, unquote. Oh, yeah, that's
0: right.
2: <laughs> that, that made me laugh. <laughs> just like, Just like you guys said, Bobby's a little chunky himself, too. Yeah,
0: what so Bobby Bobby had like an interesting jacket I had like
3: literally don't know what either of them were wearing.
0: <laughs> Gorilla did you think about gorilla's sunglasses?
3: Oh, well, I don't, also don't know why there was a stuffed turtle. Oh yeah. Like it had a hat on and there was like a stuffed animal <laughs> in the foreground.
0: Yeah, there was a stuffed turtle and then there were some other like
3: random merchandise
0: on their table.
3: Announcers never know how to dress themselves though, so it's even more apparent in the nineties.
0: <laughs> Gorilla. He always had those, like, dark glasses, too.
2: Yeah, like, he had yeah, the tinted old man glasses. Well, well they were. If I remember...
0: Love for tinted old man glasses. If I remember correctly, I thought they were tinted, like, blue or something like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. They always got the blue on it. So, we, so as we come back here, uh, as we get back to the ring, we're kind of toward the finish here. Macho hits Dusty with a bell while the ref is distracted. <laughs> uh, but Dusty's able to kick out. Uh, and then Dusty kind of, like, dusties up, or he kind of, like, gets funky like a monkey.
2: I put it put it down that Dusty starts to dream up. Dream up,
0: yep, yep. Nothing is phasing him. He's just dancing through it. He's starting like, to look. So he just, like, dances. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, so Dusty did the flip-flop-and-fly and and threw Macho into the turnbuckle, and then the women start getting involved, and Sherry punches Sapphire, and then gets up on the apron to get involved, but Sapphire pulls her first kind of, like, misses. Oh, and then pulls her through the ring? Yeah, pulls her down. Yeah, That was good.
3: (laughs) See, that's why you don't want to mess with Sapphire. She'll
0: get you. Never. She'll when, get you, when
2: she gets moving, she gets moving. Those, I mean, yeah, watch out. Those yoga
3: pants, man. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, she's not the one that was wearing an evening gown with a purse and some nylons. She had much more physical attire to move around with. And I
0: would say, I dare say, as a person who sees the youth of America, Sapphire is about 20, <laughs> 20 years ahead of the trend of yoga pants and
2: long sweatshirts. She started that trend. I was going to say that, yeah, a few of my lady cokers do wear yoga pants, too, at work, so.
0: You should call them Sweet Sapphire.
3: <laughs> well, just they wear polka dots on their shirt.
2: Or in <laughs> a wa- couple promos I watch with their feud, I can call them my brown sugar.
0: Oh, really?
2: Yeah. He calls
0: Sapphire brown sugar?
2: I, I, did, <laughs> I did email you a clip, uh Beverly, well, I think a 45 second interview with Dusty Rhodes and he brought in Sweet Sapphire and called called her my brown sugar baby. Oh my
3: God. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, What does she call him? There's oh, so many Jesus. things she can call him. <laughs> the splotch.
0: She loves the splotch. Ew. My big splotch. I noticed that. Oh, you saw it? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if it was a
3: scar or what
0: it was. No one knows what it was. <laughs> it's the
3: Dusty Rhodes splotch. It's, they need to pick a new name. <laughs> well, what else is it? I don't know. Splotch is just I'm my what? splotch. You're gonna look at it closer.
2: Oh yay.
3: appetizing.
2: <laughs> I, I hope you guys already ate lunch.
3: I know. I was like, oh, he's he's done splotch. <laughs> It'll come <laughs> <up>, off. <look. laughs> <laughs> oh, this first one. <laughs> look at it. It's like another. It's like a fakes. I don't even know. It's like a twin and it splotched on a side.
0: (laughs) What? When you Google Dusty Rhodes Splotch, you get some very interesting yeah. image things. There's a picture of Great Khali and that weird thing that's on his chest.
2: Oh, yeah. And it just and says
0: WTF. It says WTF. <laughs> then there's a super weird picture where someone has made Dusty Rhodes into, like, a puppy or something. His nose is, like, brown. And then he has... He has the polka dots. He has polka dots on his face. <laughs>
3: He's even more unattractive. In these pictures than when he is on the TV. R.A.P. Dusty Rhodes.
0: Well, Sorry. you, you clearly did not grow up in Florida or the mid Atlantic in the 1970s or 80s because he was a sex symbol. I wish I grew up in this. You oh, really? <laughs> yeah, for well, real. People I wish I grew up love up in the Dusty. Uh, oh, that's too
2: bad. He was the common man. He works yeah. hard with his hands.
0: You know? His hair, though, but yeah. that splash. Heck yeah. Well, you see him on TV every week, man. And on commercials. <laughs> I mean, through the screen. Yeah, and on the Tom Stymus uh, commercials. I'll have to show her the Tom Stymus commercials after we're done. <laughs> the one of, him in the van.
2: Yes. <laughs> Shaking
0: the van. <laughs> yep. You know? All right, all right. So let's get to the end here. So first Macho grabs Sapphire by her hair, uh, and Sherry ends up getting hit. I I think like, Dusty gets involved somehow. Then Sapphire grabs Sherry and, like, beals her across the ring by her hair.
2: Sherry
3: did not have a good day. No,
2: The underlying no, like,
3: theme of the show was Sherry got the crap picked out of by every single person.
2: <laughs> Pretty much. Well, talk about that, I feel like Sapphire kind of did a nice, like, snap mirror. And, and Sherry <laughs> sold it greatly. Yes,
0: I agree. And then, and that's, so we're kind of at, like, a DQ at that yeah. rate. And then Dusty and Sapphire celebrated, and I was
2: basically in heaven. And they're dancing around it, while the man's playing. Made me laugh when Macho um, threw a padded chair into the ring. <laughs>
3: yes. And apparently, now I know that the women of the 70s, 80s, and 90s loved Dusty Rhodes' slap dance that he did. So. <laughs> Yeah. no, she laughed Oh, him. yeah, sorry. But he's he boogied down on that chair first. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he got There was some white.
0: twerking. He, yeah, he twerked on the chair, and then Sapphire twerked on him.
2: Did, <laughs> did you guys catch uh, Ventura's comment about if the ring can support all that weight?
3: Oh, jeez. Oh, no, I didn't even say class. I mean, also, Ventura, in about 25 more years, <laughs> we could be saying the same thing about you. There- so rude. She's not even that big. She's, she's just short. Yeah, she's really short. <laughs> just so will stretch her out a few feet. She'd be like <laughs> yeah. skinny, probably. If she was as,
0: she probably weighs as much as Sherry. Yeah,
3: like, well, like she's Sherry's just like stuff. a foot all better. I don't, I, my last
0: note in the match was when they were being when uh, Macho and Sherry were being attended to and kind of like taken to the back. Vince goes, "Who's that fat guy with glasses?" I, it was I, Jay <laughs> Strongbowl!
2: I I. I wrote down Jesse's response. Okay, what do you say? I don't know, but Macho King's gonna boot him in the fit, in the head in a minute if he doesn't get out there. <laughs> yeah, but I,
0: it's Chief J Strongbow. It isn't just like some random guy. <laughs> Who's that fat guy with the
2: glasses? Well, <laughs> I thought I thought up. it was Gorilla, but
3: no, no, not Gorilla. Not no, gorilla. He's watching. A barge slash, yeah, sapphire, slash, slash sapphire
0: Lake Ontario. <laughs> it was funny during the barge slash sapphire when Heathen was like, "I think she's doing the breaststroke." Yeah.
2: <laughs> so the winner of the match is Dusty Rhodes via disqualification. And I rated this match one and one half star. wasn't as great as I was expecting to be honest, but I had fun watching it, and the the competitors kept the crowd in the match. Five stars.
3: Six stars. And also, Sapphire should have won. Five
0: stars for Sapphire. <laughs> five, 29 million stars for the post match celebration. Yeah.
3: 10 stars for the polka dotted bikini briefs. <laughs> and the matching sweatshirt on staff Oh, the, the sweatshirt.
2: Well, talking about the tire, Mrs. Hills, do you catch any other tires of what the fans were, were wearing in the club?
3: I yes, I love the little kids. They were all wearing, like, teal shirts. When I it just. I was thinking about Mr. Beverly Hills when he was on. I could just picture him in the audience. being <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve, I miss the Don't 90s. Steve, they were a great time.
2: That's to say, I, I talked about the 90s. What do you remember of attire from the early 90s? And did it match up well with what we saw in the clip?
3: Oh, gosh, I think so. I remember when I was in elementary school... There's a lot of, like, leggings, but then socks over them and scooch down. Oh, yeah. So, I definitely think so. Do you ever have hyper color? What's that? Oh, like, is that when you go outside and the color changes? No, like, you would go, like, well,
0: yeah, but also it would be, like, white, and then I'd put, like, my hand oh, on it, yep. and my hand would be, like, pink or something.
3: I love the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, starter jackets, oh, everything. Oh, yeah,
0: man. Mrs. Hill's got a starter jacket. You know it. Of the Golden State Warriors, just because it had the same color as her so <laughs> got I had the half zip one. Oh well the the only one yep. you would ever need. Did
2: you wear start a starter jacket, Dirty Dog? No, I didn't, but you one either. of my brothers did. Ooh, what team? Uh, I don't know what team.
3: Oh my brother had my Detroit dad Red and brother Red and I all went to this like sketchy strip mall. <laughs> and I got the Golden State Warriors. My dad got Kansas, Kansas City Jay- Jayhawks. Kansas, Kansas, Kansas Jayhawks and my brother got Detroit Red Wings.
0: Good choices. I feel yep. like every other one was Chicago Bulls. So the fact that you didn't and get a lot any, of Charlotte Hornets. A lot of Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Except
2: yeah, I do remember a lot of the Hornets and the Bulls just because um, my oldest brother, Deddy Sunshine, was a big fan of basketball back in okay. the mid to, late eight, uh, late, late, mid to late 90s. Mid to late 1940s. Yeah. Um,
0: I hope he got. to... The Hornets one. I picture Daddy Sunshine in a Hornets jacket and like, Get out of here, dirty dog.
2: Shuts the door. Oh, little dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about shutting the door, Mrs. Hills, did Beverly ever tell you any of the times he kicked me out of his room <laughs> when we lived together?
3: He might have. Was he trying to study? No. I he just got too much. Oh, he would, sometimes Troy needs a lunch. He'd
0: like dance and Sometimes
3: Mr. Uh... Mr. Beverly needs a long he time. He'd
0: like, dance and <laughs> sing and stuff. And I'd be like, you need to get out.
3: He does that to me too, Dirty Dog, don't worry. He'd be like, you're being too much. He,
2: does he ever deadbolt you out of his room? No. <laughs> no
0: I don't We know. share a room.
2: Does he ever we deadbolt? We don't do think anyway, so. I hope he doesn't deadbolt you out of the house. Like he did <laughs> in no, gosh,
3: He's the best husband ever. The one, do you remember the one time when There's you There's probably a flexed... good reason if he does. <laughs> when you did the McMahon flag
2: Oh, I try to walk in like McMahon and did the McMahon flex and when I did it. I tooted.
3: <laughs> Mr. Bailover Hills has done that to me too, so it's fine.
2: <laughs> I
0: farted when I flexed? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. On that note...
2: On that note, we'll be right back with our next guest here on Mid-Event Status Radio. Oh, yeah! Macho Man Randy Savage! Yeah, I'm talking about the king and the queen.
0: Yeah. Well, we talking about Dusty Rose, the American dream, baby. And let me tell you
2: something. You talk about dunya, you? you talk about one-on-one. Randy Savage, you better be ready for a little bit of Americana, baby. You better be
0: ready for the common people because all I am is a common folk. So I'm going to be there for ya, macho man, Randy Savage. And Sherry...
2: I got a present
0: for you, baby.
2: I've done it by my main lady, my main squeeze, my brown sugar. Come on in there, sapphire, yeah. And honey, I got
3: something for the
2: queen. Oh yeah. And we're back with the second half of this podcast of women of Mid Event Status Radio. And I am here with Mama D. Hi Mother.
0: Yes. Yes, no offense to Mrs. Hills, but it's time for the main
1: event. All right.
2: <laughs> because of that, I got to open up my mill yellow. <laughs> yes. So, Mother, what are the earliest memories that you have of me being a wrestling fan?
1: Oh, you weren't very old. Probably about three, four years old, you were got into it with your brothers.
2: Then what is it like to be a parent to a wrestling fan?
1: Hey, I guess it's uh, kind of interesting because my <laughs> grandma was in- into wrestling and... She loved the AWA, and Sweet. if um, someone she got too excited and you stood in her way, you, you get out of your way or you're uh, um, dead meat.
0: <laughs> that's awesome!
1: Your grandma
0: was into wrestling. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, and she. So really, that would have been like, sorry. Go
1: oh, ahead. she really liked like Baron Corneo and the Crusher and um, some of those um, Baron von Rasky.
0: Oh, that's fantastic! That's so cool. I love hearing about like times where when the AWA was so big in Minnesota and it was like the the thing to do. So that's really cool. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. So I, you know, the wrestling part is kind of part part of the family, I guess. Sweet. That's <laughs> so
2: cool. What's it like to be a parent to a podcaster?
1: Hey, impressive! I brag about it at work. Oh,
0: that's so cool.
1: Yeah, they star.
0: Were, yeah. There's a star next to you.
1: I think so. Alright, me or him?
0: Both. Oh. You guys are double stars.
1: Alright, and talking to another star, huh? You'd flatter me too much. Hey, wh-
2: what the heck? Then, Mom, I thought I remember you saying before that there was a time when you brought Nate and Dave to a house show. I thought you said in Brainerd or Little Falls about a WWF house show where Hulk Hogan was in a cage match, and the cage fell down.
1: Yeah, no and way. That was pretty. It was before it got as big as it did. And we also went to a outdoor wrestling match in Hinkley when um, they had uh, some different events going on outdoors.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Was that at the casino, or was it at like Toby's or something?
1: Well, it was next door to Toby's. There was a uh, oh. um, like a. They had a little house there with they had different um, else things going on, and they had a ring in the middle of this place that you could uh, that the event was held at.
0: That's so cool. That's sweet. I wish I could still do that. Grab a donut from Toby's and then come out and watch a wrestling match.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, talking about that, you know, we've been to a few house shows with AWF. What's it like in like the 2015 to watch aWF match to the 80s watching the WWF match live
1: I think they're real similar and that people are it shows that people of all ages can get into the the, the wrestling
2: no mr. Beverly Hills you are the one that chose this match that we're gonna watch
1: but oh, yeah
2: buff bagel take it on positively Chris Kenyon I, the stipulation was Judy Bagwell on a pole match at WCW New Blood Rising 2000 pay-per-view. What was your reasoning behind this match? Well,
0: so I was trying to think of matches that involved moms. And the first one I thought of was that one with Junkyard Dog and his mom, but we already watched that one. So then the first thing that popped in my mind: Judy Bagwell on a forklift.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I know I... Set this clip to obviously mother, mom. What was your thoughts when I told you about that we're gonna watch a mother on a forklift match?
1: Well, I thought it was kind of interesting. I was thinking maybe you wanted me on a forklift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going a forklift match, but it it was a pretty entertaining match. <laughs> I would agree.
2: And Beverly, was this before or after Buff and Judy were take team champions?
0: Ooh, I'd have to look that up. I I wanna say after. Okay. But I'm not positive.
2: I was gonna say if I ever become a professional wrestler, I may consider being tag team champions with my mother.
0: I would hope so. I think that's about the best thing ever. Oh no, it's a tag. I was oh go ahead, go ahead.
1: Well, and I think you and Anna should also be a tag team. <laughs> <laughs> tag team in life. Oh that there you go.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to look up when they were <laughs> tag team champions
2: when, when, when you're looking that up one of the first questions I had when watching this clip was like what the you pointed out how can we put a human being on a pole
0: <laughs> and then when he, when he was like uh, I looked all around this country and I couldn't find anything big enough for this big fat battle axe <laughs>
1: how rude how rude yeah I thought it was I thought don't talk about her mother that way <laughs> no
2: but i I didn't note that Tony Shavati, Scott Hudson, and Mark Menon were our announcers. I don't know if it was Scott or Mark that said, Don't call her or something about like at least she does have a does have a mic for we can hear her complain or whatever. oh yeah, she was screaming
0: throughout most of the match though yeah she she was and uh
1: she really liked to uh, encourage her um, son to, to go on. Oh, yeah. Then when did, it,
0: looks you, like, it looks like Judy Bagwell was tag team champion in, all the way back in 98,
2: so it was uh, over a year before. So do you remember exactly when Kenan was blonde? Because I never remember Kenan being blonde. Well, I just remember him. He
0: changed his look to look like Paige. Well,
2: yeah, that's what I thought because, yeah, this was when he was – Positively Chris Canyon.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What would you think about that look, Mama D, with the with the blonde, long, bleached blonde hair for Canyon?
1: Oh, I thought it was kind of funny. I didn't know what he was trying to uh, impress. <laughs> yeah, because it ended up looking
0: kind of orange. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so was it wasn't me
2: or did you seem like he was trying to put on a New Jersey accent? It did kind of sound
0: like it. I don't know where Canyon... I mean, he was in the Jersey Triad, so I wonder if he was from there
2: well, originally. I'm not sure. For some reason, I also remember him being uh, billed from being from Champaign, Illinois.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I know his, well, his, his nickname for a while is Champagne Chris Canyon.
2: Okay. Well, yeah, like I said, I thought I remember him being built from Champaign, Illinois, unless that was the only the only town that he could find that, you know, was it, the town name was Champaign.
0: Oh, look at Chris Canyon here. <laughs> I'm looking him up.
2: He's from New York City. Okay, so close enough. Yep. And yeah. I never heard him in a promo before he, the Alliance jumped to w, or WCW and ECW was bought up by WWF, so it was nice for me to watch some kind of clip from WCW where he used his catchphrase, who better than Canyon? <laughs> Canyon, you know, to be honest if we're
0: talking Canyon, I think Canyon is truly an underrated guy. Uh, you know, you've got some really kind of crap stuff like this Positively Canyon thing, but in this match he was really good and so I don't know, a little disappointing.
2: Yeah, I thought he, I thought he was decent and yeah, just for this Oh, ten know, ten minute or so clip that I can't complain. Right. Uh-huh. Then and honestly after Cannon cut his promo and all that, we see Buff walk around backstage and the announcers are saying, <laughs> Oh, he must have finally realized he can't find his mother. Well shouldn't he have noticed that like hours before?
0: Yeah, you know, I was I was so confused at that because they had like kind of mentioned or kind of set up that like Chris Canyon had Like kidnapped her and then all of a sudden we're like back to Buff being like where's my mom?
2: (laughs) So it was really weird. So one would assume that he would have realized that before.
0: I would hope that if mother was kidnapped you would know before someone came out on TV with her on a fork. Only
2: only depends on if the person that kidnaps her is named positively Beverly Hills
0: <laughs> Who better in hills
2: Uh maybe the uh, storm <laughs> The what? The storm? Yeah, I couldn't think of nothing nothing more clever. Alright, it's okay. It's okay, man. Then I know uh Tony made me laugh. Tony proclaims that Buff is Buff is fighting for his mother's existence. Oh wow. I didn't know that it was that dire. Oh same <laughs> same here. And I didn't notice too that Judy was what, like zip tied by the wrist to the forklift?
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's well so Mark Madden's like, She's tied to the forklift. And then it, Tony goes, She's just hooked up to it. So I don't know if <laughs> he was very like angry that he'd mentioned that she was tied to it. What well,
2: could to, to me I well I'm not a big fan of heights, so I would be scared even more poopless to be tied to a forklift on a pallet or whatever, especially since uh, the pallet isn't—you know—there's like what eight feet between the pallet and the floor, and I was—I'm t- tied up to it. Would you go
0: with a safety net, Mother Dear? Would you go free form? I want—I I got to no. know.
1: I'd go with a safety net.
0: <laughs> You're smart. You're smart. You and Judy Bagel are on the same page. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm tied to it. I would too. Because if I fall off that thing, I don't think it'd be good.
1: Uh, it wouldn't be for me either.
2: <laughs> right on. So what's your thoughts, Beverly, on the, uh, when ba- Bagwell ran down to the ring? Uh, he, the match didn't start out the ring as usual. They brawled yep. out through the crowd for a while. Right, right. And I always
0: think it's weird when, like, matches start outside and they, f- they fight, fight, fight. And then when they get in, it's like, ding, ding, ding. So, oh, okay, now, now we're starting.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, but, before we start, Mother, what was your thoughts on Buff Bagwell's theme song?
1: I thought it was pretty neat.
0: It was an interesting choice
2: of a uh, theme song. Buff Daddy. Oh, uh, buff on the stuff, and girls just can't get enough.
1: Enough.
0: <laughs> so
2: I did tell Mother about this last night, Mister Beverly Hills. But do you want to tell yeah. her Buff Bagel's current uh, career uh, path?
0: I I watched this match with Mrs. Hills right after we watched the Dusty one, and I go, "This guy's a jingo." <laughs> <laughs>
1: And uh, no wonder he she- put the mom on
0: the pole. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Quote of the day.
1: Quote
2: of the day. So thinking of it, you know, right on this time I no- noticed that Cannon was going for a pinfall for a pole match. I was thinking, aren't most pole matches you got to climb up the pole and grab whatever's on the pole to win the match?
0: That's a win See, I've never actually watched this match. So... I've just heard everything about it, and I was thinking, yeah, is someone gonna like go up and like grab her and throw her over their shoulder like a princess in the castle and like bring her down.
2: <laughs> well, that's I what I was thinking too. Like you had to walk out to the forklift and yeah, lower the forklift, the pallet down the mat so she can step down or what. But yeah, they're, they had to go by pinfall. Thinking then uh, Vince Russo or whoever else should have thought about <laughs> this beforehand.
0: Yeah, but. It's it's great as it was. Oh, I did want to say it was funny when Buff first comes down. He just like go. The reason it starts on the floor is because he's gonna just like lower her right at first. And I was like, that's the, about the smartest move anyone's ever made in wrestling. Instead of like going and trying to fight the guy, just
2: like try to get what you want, get your mom down, and then you can leave. Well, like you said, <laughs> so that, like, thought, that smart like you said, that perfectly makes sense since the forklift was in the in between the stage and the ring. So why exactly. not? Have it make sense why go in the room first when you want your mother down yes because it would be so and like
0: we we don't talk about logic a lot but like it's there there wouldn't be any logic in just being like okay now i'm gonna just wrestle this match i'd be like no i'm gonna get my mom so yeah that's right. So, I don't know. I didn't take too much, like, play-by-play on this one. I just kind of watched it. So, if you got some... Yeah, I, I did note here.
2: that Kenyon grabbed uh, wire cutters from the side post. Yes. Why uh-huh. the heck are they hiding or taped in some wire cutters in the, the turn post? It seemed as if he had hidden them. Because he, like, went right over,
0: you know? Like, I don't know. I guess that would be the story.
2: I guess that would, make, that would make sense why he knew where the wire cutters were.
0: Right on. Right on.
2: So, yeah, so he
0: did that. He he unattached the uh, the pad from the turnbuckle. And as my lovely bride goes, he got his comeuppance for it. <laughs> Do you <laughs> want to describe
2: how he got his comeuppance for doing that? I, I did not take any notes, so I'll let you take okay. that over.
0: So he's going to try to hit Buff into the exposed turnbuckle, but after actually, like, a pretty long time, and I like when people do this, where they kind of, like, make you forget about it, they, Buff ends up throwing him into the exposed turnbuckle, and then...
2: Well, it hits sh- the sh- snake, snake eyes or whatever on it? Yeah.
0: For, yeah, first he throws him back first, and then as he stumbles out, he snake eyes him on it, yeah.
2: Which I took note that Buff only got a two count with that.
0: I know, that. This, overall, I'd say this was pretty good, but it kind of falls off the rails as we get to the end because basically, like, nothing ends the match.
2: Yeah, and what's your thoughts on David Arquette coming to DDP's theme song?
0: I thought David Arquette was so misplaced in this thing. Why in the just tarnation
2: was he there? Well, because it's not like from the announcers, this was his first appearance since he... Right around the time he lost the world title in the triple threat, triple cage match at Slambury with DDP and Jeff Jarrett also in the match.
0: Right, and that would have been like six months prior to this? I think
2: so, because <laughs> if I remember correctly, I thought David Arquette may, may have made a few TV appearances afterwards to, to explain okay. explain why he joined the bad guys yep. and Jeff Jarrett and went against DDP, but I think after that, he disappeared and all that, and like I said... Months afterwards, he made an appearance here at the New Blood Rising yeah. pay per view. It was so weird. It was
0: it was so weird. And like, why is he here? I don't know. <laughs> but Mrs. Hills was like, "Is that the David Arquette?" And I was like, "Yes, it is." <laughs> yeah,
2: the David Arquette, former WCW World Heavyweight Champion.
0: I was like, "He's the champion." She's like, "No, that she, he isn't. Re- he wasn't really the champion, right?" And I feel like that like, encapsulates David Arquette as champion. We should have said, is he really going to be the champion? And then we should have said, no.
2: (laughs) What do you expect out of of Vince Russo? (laughs) Then I do want to get your thoughts on Buff Bagwell's Buff Blockbuster finishing maneuver.
0: I love it. I love it. And here we got a double buff blockbuster. What did Mother D think about the buff blockbuster?
1: Oh, I thought it was pretty neat. I thought maybe uh, you guys could try it out on someone.
0: Yeah, we could flip. We could do double on to somebody else. We'd have to get our timing right. I don't know about that.
2: I was going to say, I don't think I'm, I'm that well-coordinated.
0: <laughs> I can tell you this much. It'd go a lot slower
2: Yeah. <laughs> then, um we'd go. But yeah, moments after he hit the double uh, buff Bulk Buster, he picked up the pinfall victory, and we see a shot of Judy smiling and cheering, which brought a smile to my face.
0: Oh, she was so happy. She was so happy. And I was really, throughout the whole match, I was, like, dreading because I was so afraid, so afraid. We're in 2000 WCW. I was terrified that she was going to turn on him. And I really didn't want to see a mother hit her son or something like that. So I was really happy that they just, like, like, hugged and went away.
2: What's your thoughts on that, Mother?
1: I agree. I was concerned that he would not win the match, and then what would happen?
2: Oh,
0: jeez, I don't know. Would he ever get her back? What did the, What did Tony Schiavone say he was fighting for? Her life or whatever? The
2: existence of Judy Bagwell.
0: <laughs> yeah. So if he's fighting for her existence and he loses, I don't know what happens. I don't want to know what happens.
2: And what's your thoughts on the after the match uh, stuff with Kenan and Arquette, where Kenan raised David Arquette's arms and gave him that canyon cutter? Hilarious
0: instant hero in my book. I go, as he lifts his arm, I go, he's going to cut her him. And then he did, and I was very happy.
2: <laughs> so Buff Begwell is the winner of this match. I rated this match two stars for Mother Begwell having the nuts to be up on the forklift for the match and being tied by the wrist.
0: Two and a half for the first eight minutes. the The end kind of falls off the rails, but for most of the match, really well done. And not as problematic as most WCW matches of the time.
2: Well, yeah, because I very enjoy, well enjoyed seeing the the buff blockbuster, especially the double buff blockbuster, because i never seen a match. I guess it's been a long time since I watched a Begwell match and seen him do the buff blockbuster, so I was impressed to see it on my computer screen from the pay-per-view. And was, <laughs> I was very impressed seeing him do the, the double buff blockbuster.
0: Right, and I mean, I like that, like... There was only one run-in, and the one run-in didn't even really affect the ending of the match. Like, it was just, it was failed anyway, and he was kind of, like, out of it. So, it was fairly straightforward for the era. Like, when we watched that one, that six-man, six-man question mark well, tag. Well, the taking title
2: ten, from Thunder match. Yeah.
0: Like, you remember that. Thing with like who's involved and, and all that kind of garbage, but like, to have something that's very kind of straightforward was a refreshing, uh, breath of fresh air from WCW. So,
2: so, Mother, overall, what was your thoughts on the match?
1: I thought I enjoyed the match, I thought it was kind of interesting that the last name of Kenyon was, um, uh, where someone got married at <laughs> and that involved that's the pole right. match. And I was wondering if the other host was wishing he had a pole. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is awesome. Yes, it is awesome.
0: <laughs> I wish I wish Chris Canyon was from where I was from. That would be
2: awesome. Homegrown star. Something that would be awesome is if Mr. Beverly Hills and Mother D becomes WCW Tag Team Champions. If
0: it were ever to be coming back around, I think we would be named number one contenders
3: tomorrow.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, that Anna and Eric should be our managers and uh, promo people. I
0: 100% agree. Uh, Could you imagine a team with those two managers bringing us down to the ring? uh,
1: No one would compare to us. You're, I agree. It gives 100%. me an excuse to use my megaphone, baby. Ooh. <laughs> yes. The mouth of St. Cloud,
2: Dirty <laughs> Doc
0: Darcy.
1: Woof, woof, woof.
2: <laughs> oh, beautiful. So, Mr. Beverly Hills, do you have any questions for Mother D?
0: Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I don't know, but thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Hey. We both do.
1: Hey, it was fun.
0: <laughs> oh, I, oh, I didn't hear you got Skyped out. What did you say? Oh, uh,
1: it was fun.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I'm glad we could make it that way.
1: And not a big deal. <laughs> so
2: we'll be right back for the thrilling conclusion here on Mid-Event Status Radio. But
0: this one a long way from being over. We'll be back in a moment with the conclusion.
2: Just one
1: hooter to run out of her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fans, oh, I don't know what to think about this.
2: He swung at his mother!
1: She ducked the clothesline and leveled him. She paid for And she still got
2: the bell on! Yes,
1: she does! He swung at his mother! How dare he! Well, he wants, he wants to talk, of course he does.
2: That's all he can do in this situation. This ain't happening. Tell him. Hey, you old bag. I told you to stay out of our business. This ain't happening tonight because there's no referee. Come on. There's nothing between you and me. Come
0: on. You fair of your mama? <laughs> I
2: <think. laughs> Let me tell you something, Judy Bagwell. I've already told you, keep your nose out of my business. You know who pays the bills. Hey, I knew you two
0: chickens wouldn't fight tonight. So why don't we make a match to finish this thing
2: once and for all? You want the belts, I want you.
1: Why don't we do it for World War III? Auburn Hills, we can finish the start. We can finish me and you. I'll finish you off once and for all. Scotty,
2: wait a second. Do you mean to tell me? Me and Big Papa Pop versus you two? She's not wrestling you have a contract here.
1: No. Marcus, listen carefully. I've whipped your
3: butt all your life. And oh
1: I, I, in Auburn Hills, Michigan, I'm gonna whip your butt again. But guess what, Mark? I get paid.
3: Anna.
2: Sunshine. How dare you violate one of my birthday Taker's positions, the podcast. How do you do that, yes? I turned off the router last weekend. With every birth certificate, comes a death certificate, and yours will be signed at WrestleMania 11.
0: Daddy Sunshine. The power that you hold in that router draws you ever closer to your final demise. At WrestleMania, you come to face, to face with your reaper. I will fill the router with the soul of Daddy Sunshine and
2: Mother Dear. not
0: exactly sure what all right everybody we're back the two stars have left you're just left with two these two jabrones it's the dirty dog and the mr hills uh we're gonna wrap her up here
2: i do have to say the main events that have stars do have to be mother d and mrs hills
0: hundred percent i'm literally beaming from ear to ear right now this is the the most fun i've ever had uh, I pretty much have laughed for this entire hour that we've been doing this. Uh, they they were both outstanding.
2: I know, like you mentioned before with Mother D, that I know I've wanted to have her on for a while. I just couldn't uh, figure out a, the, the, the perfect timing, the topic to have her on and all that. And I am happy you came up with the, with the idea of this extra, main event or the women of main event status for you to have both Mrs. Hilton and Mother D on.
0: Yeah, I it's it was so much fun. <laughs>
2: I'm just it's out, outstanding. And to be honest, I am happy both the clips that we watched with for Mrs. Hills and for Mama D. I'm happy both clips were together, maybe including maybe a half hour altogether. Yep. Yeah, it was perfect. Perfect. Because I don't feel like I feel like both clips didn't. Uh, I feel like both matches uh, were just the right length. They didn't overstay their welcome i was just gonna say neither of
0: them were out there welcome they both got in and got out uh, i was i was really afraid like i kind of blindly chose judy bagu and, and i was like oh gosh i really hope this isn't like 25 minutes long because i could have seen it you know being like that i'm glad that it wasn't so well
2: yeah because as we watch other 1999 2000 wcw matches before and you know, for the podcast and all that. And I was expecting those matches to be compared to, like, the tag team title match that you, we reviewed during the YouTube series. You know, from Th- Thunder, that I expected it to be crap. I was expecting a lot of run-ins, a lot of things not making any sense. And besides David Arquette coming back from Hollywood for no pa- particular reason that we know, knew of, <laughs> other than that, I felt like the... Uh, buff, uh, Judy Bigwell on the on the forklift match wasn't that bad. Yeah, no, uh, uh-uh. uh no. When I rated three stars, I I really do like I'm a hundred percent with that. And I have to give Judy Bigwell a lot of credit for being on that forklift. Like I said, being like zip tied or whatever to the fork or to, yeah, to the forklift because, like like I said said that. I was definitely afraid for her for being on the, on the forklift on the pallet when that could either break or possibly tip over.
0: Hell yeah. I mean like this is a 50 year old, maybe more, I don't know, mom slash grandma, whatever. And, uh, so, yeah, give, give her some credit. I don't know many, like, 50-plus-year-old women who would be like, yeah, put me on TV and then strap me to a forklift. So, much love
2: to Judy Bagwell. And I don't think Scott Hudson or Mark Madden was really that ridi- too ridiculous for that match.
0: Not too bad. Mark Madden, was, he was getting close, but he wasn't too bad.
2: I was sure if we had to hear them for two and a half hours, I'm sure they would be easily under, under our skin by the second match.
0: I would 100% agree with you. And I don't. Mark feel, Madden, I hate Mark Madden. Yeah. Like with all my heart. So.
2: I don't feel like uh, McMahon and Ventura were really that bad together for that match. Anyway, no, they're either. pretty good. Yep, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Because, like I said uh, off air, and when we had Mrs. Hills on, I laughed and laughed and laughed hearing Jesse questioning questioning the mixed tag rules. <laughs> by WWF President Jack Tunney he wanted to take uh, take that issue to President Tunney so that women should have equal rights and if, the, if women, women want to be lumberjacks, so they got to carry their end of the log.
0: And then he kind of went back to that analogy later. He says, says like that Sapphire wasn't carrying her end
2: of the log. <laughs> All this log talk. <laughs> so that made me laugh, but to the <laughs> two matches that we watched... The jobber has to be, for me, Canyon, for Looking Like a Fool on pay-per-view due, due to the mic not working right away. Oh, yeah. Being jobbed out to David Arquette, uh, his appearance on the pay-per-view, and them probably not doing anything for, David Arquette's appearance not really doing anything for ratings on Nitro the next night.
0: My is David Arquette. <laughs> I think he's he's yeah, such, like, a waste. I don't know why he was there. I'm glad that he didn't, play a role in the finish. I was very afraid that he was gonna like cost Bagwell the match and Candy was gonna steal Judy Bagwell. So I was I was very pleased that uh it didn't. Uh and that it was just it. But still uh nonetheless Jobber, but really like not nobody like sticks out like a sore thumb that was so
2: bad. Well cause yeah I was kinda of having a tough time too. I was thinking of I assume it was Mark Madden that yelled out during Cannon's promo uh, when Cannon asked who's better than Cannon. And, and I assume it was Mark Madden said nobody. I kind of wanted <laughs> to pick him as a... I would assume so. I, I want to pick him as a jobber because he Well, that's like what? 45 seconds of the clip and he already pissed or he was already starting to get started underneath my skin started to piss me off so thankfully he didn't bother me for the rest of the clip so if he yeah. would have I probably would have picked him as my jobber
0: <laughs> yeah oh, Madden would be a jobber pretty much any time that we would watch a full 2000 WCW show so yeah
2: Yeah. then my native instead of star definitely has to be Julie Bagwell, because like I said media times already, uh, you know I already beat this uh, point to the point down, but I, I would I give her credit for being zip tied to the forklift. She's my star too. She cheered through the whole match. Go Mark, go! All that stuff. And I, who wouldn't want to be a professional wrestling world tag team champions with one of their children?
0: Actually. She was not tag team champion with Buff Bagwell. She was tag team champion with Rick Steiner because in the match where they won it, Rick Steiner and Buff Bagwell, Buff Bagwell turned on Rick Steiner. So then Rick Steiner on the Nitro, and this was the clip that I was going to send you that I never did. He comes out and he goes, I have the perfect tag team partner to be my champion with me and their name is Judy Bagwell. And then she comes <laughs> out, she cuts a promo on uh her son on Buff. So
2: <laughs> That's funny.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: So I definitely had fun time with with this uh many of them said this extra Mr. Beverly Hills. I had a fantastic time, man. So do you have any final thoughts for the podcast? Nothing, dude. Nothing. So we might as well do the plug for the podcast. You guys can listen to us on three different platforms. You guys can listen to us on our website, mid Again, that's mideventstatus.com You guys can check us out on SoundCloud. Search out mid Status radio or go to soundcloud.com slash radio. Again, that's soundcloud.com slash radio. Mr. Beverly Hills, what is the way you listen to the podcast?
0: Through I listen to the podcast through the podcast feed at iTunes, and uh, you should too, every dear listener. I listen to it on iTunes. All you gotta do is just search on Main Event Status Radio, uh, and please, if you have, if you are so moved, uh, rate, comment, uh, and subscribe. Yeah. Subscribing is the easiest way. Just get it every week when uh, the best podcast producer in the world, uh, Dairy Dog Darcy, puts it
2: online. And, yeah, also please tell your friends about the podcast. We want this to be a grassroots movement. Tell your friends to listen to us and, yeah, let us know what you guys think. Talk about letting us know what you think. Besides rating us, subscribing to us, and all that on iTunes, you guys can interact with us on social media fronts. You guys can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash main event status radio. You know, search up main event status radio on Facebook, or we're also on Twitter, Mr. Beverly Hills. How can they interact with you there?
0: Uh, I'm at uh, Beverly Hills M E S. You can look at me uh, lambast WWE when they put stupid things up on Twitter. That's mostly if you look at my feed. That's mostly what I do. But uh, yeah, or interact with me, talk to me, whatever. How can they find you, my man?
2: I'm on Twitter at Dirty Dog M E S, and that's Dog as in D A W G. That's Dirty Dog. M-E-S <laughs> So for Mr. Beverly Hills, I am the Dirty Dog Darcy. Adios, Smith Aventers. Judy Bagwell a all match. Who's that fat guy with classic? I don't know if the Macho King's gonna move him in the head in a minute if you don't get out of there.
0: Time when well, I said goodbye, and now I'm back and not ashamed to cry. Ooh, baby, here I am,
2: signs to deliver. I'm oh yeah. Time well, when I said
0: goodbye, and now I'm back and not ashamed to cry.
1: They should get, you get much more time than anyone else. That is our show. Good night, everybody. That's so good.